three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and this is Hunter here. Hope you guys are having a great Sunday, and happy Mother's Day to all the amazing mothers out there, including my own wonderful mother, uh, Mama Hunter. Mom, I love you so much. Thank you for everything you've done for me, and I hope you're having just the best day. So, um, But yeah, with that said, guys, got a quick review here for you guys for... Uh, something that is not good, and you should not take your mother's to go see. Uh, we're talking about, unfortunately, uh, the heist, which stars Rebel Wilson and I. I almost feel bad saying this now. Academy Award winning Anne Hathaway, who, after this movie, she needs to get back in the dramas because this was just dog crap. This was a really, really bad movie. Um, so. If you've seen trailers for this, and I will say they've marketed the hell out of this. I've been clicking on YouTube videos, and I've been seeing trailers for the heist. Go fucking figure. They, they've they really just hammered this shit fucking home. So, I mean, I give them credit in that sense. That they're at least letting me know that it's out. Uh, the problem is with this movie overall, it's just, it's a comedy. And... Rebel Wilson, this is supposed to be... I actually would say she's more the main character in this than Anne Hathaway is, which you could argue if that's a good decision or not. But what's interesting about this movie is that it's only just a shade over 90 minutes, and this felt like two hours. This is really, for me, almost the hellboy of comedies, where it just dragged, and for something so simple, you'd think it would be you know easier uh, to keep track of. But yet, unfortunately, uh, you know, th- this is where we are with this movie. So, long story short, uh, Re- Rebel Wilson is in this. Um, of course, uh, she's got Anne Hathaway kind of is almost like her, <laughs> I don't want to say Yoda because that sounds stupid, but she really is her Yoda. Uh, uh, she basically is um, wanting to go ahead and get into the con game. Anne Hathaway, you find out, has been uh, a con woman for forever. And they, uh, and basically Penny, who is, uh, who's, wow, I'm blanking on her name, who is Rebel Wilson's character, basically blackmails her into teaching her how to be a con woman. And the first thing I'll say, too, is that not only, they, they go to the Rebel Wilson's shtick, which drives me insane, which is, hey, I'm fat. So let me fall and trip over everything. So, of course, we get a montage, because why wouldn't we? But we get a montage between uh, Anne Hathaway and uh, and, and Rob Wilson's characters, uh, Josephine, that's Anne Hathaway's character. And I think what is just so upsetting about this is that I never felt like there's chemistry between uh, Josephine and uh, Rob Wilson's character at all. They, they just both felt so... Uh, they just felt so underwritten. And for a 90-minute movie, that's a problem that you're more likely going to have. But really, it, just even when uh, Josephine is showing 
showing her the ropes, you never feel like it's really leading anywhere. And this movie really just kind of meanders around until it gets to where it needs to go by the end. It's really kind of funny that I saw and haven't reviewed, uh, we'll review it here when it uh, is out on uh, Blu-ray, but uh, the movie that Rebel Wilson did, uh, Isn't It Wonderful, uh, that romantic comedy, that was surprisingly way more inspired than this was. It really felt like this was more of a, okay, we have Anne Hathaway, we have Rebel Wilson, as long as we put something out there. It doesn't really matter what we put out there, which is a fucking shame. Because again, Anne Hathaway just saw her in Ocean's uh, Ocean's Eight last year. I thought she was absolutely delightful in it. I thought she did a damn good job, and yet, um, and she's kind of playing the same character, kind of this bougie, uh, uptight. Actually, wow, she's playing basically the same damn character <laughs> in this movie than she does in Ocean's Eight, where she's playing a bougie. Uh, kind of stuck up, but almost like a like a black widow kind of to an extent. And yet, for whatever reason, it just doesn't work here. And I think the biggest reason is because of the writer, who was Stanley uh, Shapiro and uh, Paul Henning. Um, now, their prior, uh, their prior, uh, oh, wow, they did Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That's, that's funny. So, if you haven't seen Dirty Rotten Sc uh, Scoundrels, you should. It's a, it's a damn good movie. And what's funny about that is that you had, um, I'm totally blanking, you had uh, Steve Martin and Michael Caine in that originally. And what I found so funny about Dirt and Ron Scandrels is that Steve Martin, uh, you know, he's pretending like he doesn't, uh, he doesn't have any feelings in his legs. So when Michael Caine just beating the shit out of his legs, <laughs> oh, even thinking about that scene. So when Michael Caine's beating the shit out of Steve Martin's legs and... Steve Martin's having to, you know, hold in the tears so he doesn't break the con. You go, oh, that's, in you know, that's intense. Uh, Rebel Wilson's character in this is pretending that she's blind. And so when, so when she's pretending like, oh, I'm blind, I can't see. It's, it's really, and I know some people will complain about this, but I was actually offended by it. I actually was sitting there going, why does she have to be blind? And... I understand that Penny, Rebel Wilson's character, you know, they're doing the whole, oh, I'm fat and everything, shtick. But the thing is, the men in this movie are so fucking stupid. I mean, they are just, they're, they are just throwing money at uh, Penny and Josephine like there's no tomorrow. And it's really quite confusing, to be completely honest, why these guys just keep falling for these cons. There's never a point where I went, this is, you know, this totally makes sense to me. It doesn't feel uh, ham-handed. Um, also with this movie, it's just not funny. With the montage that uh, Penny and Josephine go through, you have Rebel Wilson. She's throwing knives at an actual, you know, like, not not a dartboard, but, uh, yeah, like a dartboard. She's throwing these knives at the dartboard. None of the knives are sticking. And, you know, so she goes up right to the dartboard and she's stabbing it, and that's supposed to be funny. And Josephine's able to, like, jump over, like, like this little platform thing they have in the kitchen. So she jumps over that. Rebel Wilson tries to jump over it. She gets caught because she's so fat. And it, the movie just keeps doing shit like that over and over again. And I know that a lot of people love Chris Farley. I understand. Chris Farley was a, I thought, an amazing comedian and really good at, uh, you know, like pratfalls and being able to do physical comedy. 
I just think Rebel Wilson, she relies on it so much that's become more of a crutch than anything. I don't really even hear Rebel Wilson anymore because I'm expecting her to, you know, fall over her own feet. And so she's already falling over her own feet anyway before she's, quote, blind, unquote. So when she's blind, it's more of a bull, kind of like a bull in a china shop. She's just breaking everything that is, you know, in front of her. And so the big kind of plot, I use that term very loosely, but um, Josephine and uh, Penny get into basically this uh, game of of one-upsmanship with this uh, tech tech guru. Um, I, I am completely blanking on the guy's name, but uh, they go ahead and they're just fighting over him to see, oh, who can go ahead and be the best? And they put a half million dollar bet on it. And just to make it even more funny, quote unquote, a penny, her $500,000 is all in Bitcoin. So just to shit hammer home how much of a loser she is. And and one thing I will say about Rebel Wilson too is that it's not that her characters are fat. I think that's where the movies that she's in really do offend me. They play off this whole, oh, she's fat. That's why she can't find anybody. It's not even that she's fat. She's just really irritating, really annoying, and fucking selfish. They meet this dude, the, the whole tech guru, and, you know, she's playing off the whole I'm blind shtick. And he f- actually feels some sympathy for her and goes, hey, you know, what can I do to help you out? Can I help you pay for your doctor? Now, granted, you know, this is a movie. This is a bizarre world where a guy would, you know, be willing to just drop half a million dollars for someone he just met. So, yes, understandably, that's insane, but stick with me here. So, that whole concept is flimsy enough as it is, but then when you have him falling, quote, falling, unquote, uh, in love with Penny, it is a really sort of uh, really, and so Penny's playing this blind woman, uh, Josephine Anne Hathaway's character is playing the doctor that jo- Penny happens to make up. That's how they end up in this whole game of uh, one-upsmanship. And what I find f- funny is that this has less in common with Ocean's 8 than it does with something like Bride Wars, uh, that movie that Anne Hathaway did with Kate, uh, Kate Hudson. It, in Honestly, Blade War, uh, Blade Wars, that would be actually way more entertaining than this. Uh, Bride Wars might actually be worse than this, which is saying something. But it was really the same concept. Two women being catty. We, heaven forbid, we, you know, develop them at all. And every guy in here is just a dumbass. So I never felt any sympathy for the guys because they deserve exactly what they, you know, fucking got in this. Um, also, the fact that Dean Norris, a.k.a. Hank from Breaking Bad, is in this, that really broke my heart. He's on that show, Claws, which, if you haven't watched, is actually a pretty damn good show. I, he, he doesn't need this. Come on, Dean. You're, 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 you're better than this, man. Um, as far as the movie itself, I'm trying to think of anything I liked, and I just, I am, I'm blanking. I, I'm really blanking. Anne Hathaway, she's doing... Like like a French accent at some points, and she's doing like a like a German accent, then it's like a like a like a British accent. She keeps jumping back and forth between these accents, and it's they're they're all really bad. Like they're all really bad. I ha- might have to you know send Margot Robbie an apology tweet for giving her so much shit about her Harley Quinn <laughs> accent because it Anne Hathaway was just really terrible in here. All of them were. And 
I get that Anne Hathaway probably didn't take this seriously, but the thing is, then don't take the fucking project. Let someone else do this dumb shit and, you know, go do something that you want to do. And I think after, again, seeing her after Ocean's 8, where I go, she can clearly play this type of role. Hell, she played Selena Kyle in Dark Knight Rises, clearly being, you know, kind of this alluring um, thief uh, or con woman isn't a big stretch for her so you'd think this would be a slam dunk but it's it's really not um there is a scene where or <laughs> penny is trying to seduce this cop and she's like humping the bars i just went this is fucking really awkward um the one laugh i did get i, I got two laughs there's a point where penny calls a guy uh nazi golem i don't know why it made me laugh but it did and there's a scene where uh, Josephine is wearing this blazer, and it's like a striped, like a pink blazer, and Penny calls Josephine a, uh, what did she say, she calls like a, uh, like, like a, like a colorful, I can't remember, like, like a gay Beetlejuice or something like that, it was something like that, it wasn't like, like I got a chuckle out of that, but overall, for a 90 minute movie, um, this falls more in line with something like Heartbreakers than it does Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and uh, if you want to see Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, just watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Don't don't watch this. Uh, Heartbreakers at least was more sexy. So, and I actually remember laughing more at Heartbreakers than I did at this. So I think that tells you something. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 just really not good. And I think sitting there for ninety minutes and just not really laughing—that in itself is a crime against this movie uh i saw this at night too so i had to pay full price for this it damn sure isn't full price uh if i had seen this on an early matinee i would have been pissed off um i wouldn't even rent this so i mean as far as a grade it's dropping the more i think about it i'll be kind because i got a couple chuckles and i'll give this an f plus the rare f plus i won't give it a go fuck yourself because i was never I was never angry enough to walk out. That That's why I won't give a go fuck yourself. Because I realize I've said very little to warrant it not getting go fuck yourself. But I will give the movie that much. I was never angry like I was in Hellboy. Because I just, I just wasn't expecting shit from this. So I, you know, I think that says enough about it. But yeah, man. Uh, this, this, was, this was crap. Um... I don't know what Wilson has coming up. I don't care. Uh, Anne Hathaway, though, she... Uh, I have Serenity. Uh, Serenity? Uh, yeah, that movie for her and Matthew McConaughey that I heard bad things about. I have that queued up and on my Amazon, so I'll be reviewing that at uh, some point this week. But this was just... Yeah, this was this was crap. So, guys, have you seen uh, uh, The Hustle? Uh, I hope you haven't, but let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. You can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. Go ahead and like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. And you can follow us, uh, subscribe uh, to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. Podbean and Spotify at the Real Pineapple, and uh, go ahead and throw us a like, go us a comment, go ahead and rate us. Let us know what you're thinking of the show, uh, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this uh, next week for John Wick Three. Yes, oh, I'm so ready. 
I'm so ready for John Wick 3. And uh, I believe this week I'm actually going to start uh, reviewing all the Spider-Man films. So we're going to start off with Spider-Man and go ahead and get through all of them before we get to Far From Home uh, a couple months away uh, uh, in July. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.